Recording started. Thank you. 
issues because I had gotten them a little bit bigger because they had an 11 or 13, so I had to get the 13 because I know my feet are so. Have you? But I can walk. It's just the fact yeah. that. Amen. We like to welcome everybody tonight. Amen to EFR Prophetic Ship Podcast Network. Well, we are spreading the gospel. Amen. On tonight, we are excited about what God is getting ready to do on tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. We're gonna have a great time on tonight. Amen. 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 On tonight, our guest speaker on tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise the Lord, darling. Bless you. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Yes. Bless you. <laughs> How are you, my blessed? How are you, everybody? How are you? Everybody's yeah. Yeah. Everybody's coming Hallelujah. in. Oh, it's going to be fire up in here. Oh, it's going to be fire up in here. Yeah. Fire, fire, fire. Amen. 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 That's right. Amen. Amen. There's more people coming in. Praise the Lord. Amen. God bless everybody on tonight. Amen. We get ready to get started. Amen. Hallelujah. We give God the glory. Amen. We Amen. Amen. And shortly, we're going to turn it into the whole song tonight. Amen. But we want to just be able to, amen, give a, a couple of more seconds. Amen. Hallelujah. And then we're going to play the theme. Amen. Video on tonight. Amen. We give God the glory. Amen. We like to Hallelujah, bless the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. We'd like to welcome everybody on tonight. Amen. The Fear Factor 4th Annual Men's Conference. Amen. The Fast, the Furious, they're out of control on tonight. Mm. Conference 22-23 on tonight. Amen. We're looking for a mighty move of God to take place on tonight. Hallelujah. For those Hallelujah. Like Jesus, representing from Cuba on tonight. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Christian Center. God bless you on tonight. Amen. God bless you. God bless everyone. 
Amen. This is an honor for me tonight. I, I really appreciate what the Lord is doing. Amen. To introduce such great people. My Lord have mercy. Y'all just throw me under the bus all the time. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you. I don't care nothing about it, man. <laughs> Make sure the bus throw the bus is loaded. Yeah. And everything else is bad. But um, <laughs> Y'all really, Lord, help me, Jesus. Help me, Lord. Help me here. Help him, Lord. Help him, Lord. Yeah, please do. Please do. Thank I'm a little messed up right now. That's him, Lord. Uh, Have your I'm way home. I'm messed up. But I'm not shutting up my shilly corner to be a shutter of the young day. Bless him, Lord. Use your pastor. The Lord is such a good. He's awesome. He's mighty. Yes. Yes. What he's done for me. Had not no. been for the Lord no. on the side, I knew. No. No. Yeah. But I knew that I wouldn't be here. Yeah, bless him, bless him. God has been so good to me. Hallelujah. When I was been bad by all by myself, the Lord still had mercy. He still having I thank God for him. Amen. He's he's a mighty good God. Amen. Yes, I, for the last 45 years I've been in ministry. A lot of things that are happening now have never happened to me before. But I'm grateful for it. Because the Lord is where he wants you to be at. He know what you want you, he knows what he wants you to be doing at this particular yes, time. I never had it in my mind that I would be on a podcast, that I would have Two nights, uh, uh, Sunday night and two, uh, Sunday morning and Tuesday night. I never thought of, I never even looked this far ahead. God already had to look this far ahead. He looked beyond the door and seen everything because he planned it out fine, just perfectly for me. Amen. I thank God tonight. So we're going to go ahead on and Lord help me. Amen. And we're going to introduce this break. Woman of God, amen, tonight, let her bring forth. Oh, I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's get, let, me, let me get straight here. What am I supposed to do before now? Do I go ahead on? I, I, I was going to bring one selection, just one selection tonight. Just okay, one. well, you go ahead on and bring your selection. And then I'm going to turn it back hallelujah. over to you. And I'm going to turn it back over to you. Let's <laughs> okay, come on, Amen. Amen. We give God the glory for what tonight. Amen. What was getting ready to do, what he's going to do in this purpose. And amen. We just give amen. God the glory. Amen. Amen. For this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and yes. be glad in it. Amen. Yes. I'm just excited about amen. what God is getting ready to amen. do. Um, hopefully, Thank you know, because I'm trying to get my stuff in here on tonight. Just bear with me one moment. Amen. I just said it. Just bear with me one moment. Amen. Just give God the glory. Amen. Give God the glory. Just put your hands together on tonight. Put your hands together. Amen. We're going to do this thing right on tonight. Hallelujah. We're going to give it to, we're going to give God the glory. Amen. On tonight. We're going to give God the glory on tonight. 
bow before you Just come on and put your hands on tonight and just give him just a few more minutes. Just a few more minutes. We ought to give God the glory on tonight. Come on and give God the glory on tonight. I want you to take yourself off on mute because we want to set the atmosphere for the man and woman of God to get ready to vote for on tonight. We got to set the atmosphere on this place. 
Give glory, glory, glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory, glory, glory. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, God, we give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory, God. We give you glory, God. You are King of Glory, God. Thank you. Hallelujah. We give you glory, glory, God. I got glory, glory, glory. Thank you, God. In the name of Jesus. 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 Your name and Amaha. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We magnify your name, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We invoke your presence tonight, We invoke your presence, God, tonight, God. Tonight, God. Tonight, 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 God. Now, 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 unto him who's able, God. We thank you. Thank you, God, for the glory. Thank you, God. Thank you for the glory, God. Thank you. The glory of God. Thank you, God. God, rain on us tonight, God. God, rain on us tonight, God. Like that rain on us tonight, God. Your glory, your glory, your glory, your glory. And your glory, God. In your glory, in your glory. Tonight, God, glory, 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 glory. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for sitting in the atmosphere. Yes, God. Yes, God. Of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise, God. We give you praise. We give you glory, God. Glory, glory, glory. In the name of Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. God, rain on sight. Rain on us tonight. Rain on us, God. Rain on us. Invoke your presence, God. We invoke your presence, God. We invoke your presence, God. Your presence, God. Now, God. Rain on us tonight. God, rain, 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 rain. God, your holy one, the holy one of Israel, God, thank you. Your presence, God. We bless you, God. We bless you. We bless you tonight, God. 
We bless you, God. We bless you, God. We bless you. Yerele, Raja Baba Sada. Yerele, Kanda Baba Sada. Yerele, Kanda Baba Sada. We need you now, Kanda Baba Sada. Invoke the most high, Baba Sada. Tonight, 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 now, now, now. That nothing not stands except in the presence of God. Your presence, God. Your presence, God. God, we invoke your presence now, God. God, we invoke your presence, God. Holy Spirit, have your way tonight. Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We invoke your presence, Holy Spirit. Have your way tonight. Change the atmosphere. that we will sit at the feet of your glory, God. And I sit at your glory, God. You want to sit in your presence, God. In your presence, in your presence. In your presence, God. It's fullness of glory. In your presence, God. In your presence tonight. Your glory, your glory, your glory, your glory. Her app on her eye on tonight. Yes. Hallelujah. I'm yes. gonna play a selection that is on tonight. Yes. And we just gonna worship him in Amen. God bless you. Amen. 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 Pastor Goffin, you got the floor, sir. Amen. We thank God. I'm gonna share it in our Hallelujah. In your presence. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In your presence. Oh my God, he's awesome. God, he's awesome. He's awesome. Oh, shilly kind Hallelujah. Amen. In your presence. In your presence. 
Thank you, Father. Let your will be done tonight. Yeah, God. Hallelujah, glory to the Lamb of God. We give our shale in hand. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Jesus. Glory to Thank you, Thank you, thank you. Hallelujah, thank you. my God. Thank you. Hallelujah. We're going to introduce, amen, this great woman of God on tonight. I never met them, amen, but I know how my higher men and women of God, amen, been appointed to do what I do. Amen. I'm a high Introduce, amen, the speaker, introduce to the wife tonight, Pastor Romania Jordan. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord, saints. This is Pastor Romania Jordan of the Second Chance Christian Center Global Ministries in the great state of Ohio, the great city of Dayton. I'm from Ohio or Dayton. I'm from Pittsburgh, but God blessed me to be. I always got. I always got to give that disclaimer. I'm from Pittsburgh, but. It is just such a blessing to be on the line tonight. It's a blessing to be amongst the men and the women of God. It is my great honor to be able to introduce my covering, my head, my bishop to you all. And I'm just going to read a brief uh, introduction of him. Uh, bishop Quentin P. Jordan was born through the union of Edward and Millie Jordan in Cincinnati, Ohio. He accepted Christ at an early age at St. John AME Zion Church, where he was an active member of the children's choir and the adults choir, as well as an acolyte until he graduated from high school. He is a graduate of Livingstone College in Salisbury, North Carolina, with a bachelor's degree in music education. And he has a master's from the University of Phoenix, of Phoenix in education administration. He was licensed and ordained in the AME Zion Church in 1987 and ordained and affirmed and consecrated as bishop in 2014. He was the founder of Living Word AME Zion in Las Vegas, Nevada in 1996 and of the Second Chance Christian Center Global Ministries here in Dayton in 2014. SCCCGM became Without Walls Ministry in September of 2015 through June of 2022. He is married to me, Pastor Aminia Jordan, co-founder of SCCCGM. Collectively, we have nine children. Yes, you heard that right. We have nine children and seven grandchildren. Along with SCCCGM, 
We have a weekly international radio broadcast on the Wilkins Radio Network and a monthly television broadcast, the Quentin and Romina Show. And today we have listeners in 40 states and 72 countries. It is my honor to present to you, introduce to you, bring to you a member of Coreg Global Ministries under the leadership of our great apostle Amos L. Horton Jr. The next sound you will hear after the song that uh, Overseer plays will be the voice of my wonderful husband, Bishop Quentin Jordan. God bless you all. Your name, Jehovah, is your name. Thank you, Dios. Praise the Lord. 
Yes, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, saints. Ah, thank you for such a great introduction, my wife. You are welcome. My baby, my sweetie. Thank you. I bring you Mm -hmm. greetings from Dayton, Ohio, Second Chance Christian Center Global Ministries. To the host, I thank you for allowing me to be your guest. To uh, Dr. Erica, thank you for asking me to speak. And all of the leaders that are online that I have not mentioned, uh, I thank you for allowing me to be a vessel to be used by God today, this evening. Let us go to the throne of grace. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, as your word goes forth, open up the eyes of my understanding. I give you full permission to speak through me clearly with clarity and understanding, Father. As your word says, in all thy getting, get understanding. Thank you. As we get understanding, we will not only get the understanding, but we will be thank doers of the word instead of hearers only. So we praise you. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Open up the eyes of our understanding in every area of the truth of what's going on. Satan. We bind you over the airwaves as this word goes forth. 
that it will not only prosper, not just 30, not just 60, but 100 to 1,000 fold because people are being doers of the word instead of hearers only. We praise you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Yes, yes, yes. Ears you hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Eyes you see what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Heart you receive what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. And mind you line up with what God's word is saying tonight. Again, it's a blessing and an honor. I won't be before you long, but I will follow the uh, the the <laughs> leading of the Holy Ghost as we go on this evening. Well, the text that, you, that we have, the topic of tonight, it was really powerful, that scripture. Exodus 32, 25, uh, 31, 25. And you know, one of the things that, uh, 32, 25, thank you, 32, 25. And as I was reading it, the Holy Ghost just, just leaped into my spirit directly about quite a few things. And I said, Lord, what are we going to do? Now, this was um, actually what the Lord had been teaching me consistently and has been reminding me as an ongoing thing. This is nothing brand new, but this is something that's ongoing. Now, I'm going to read this out of the King James first, and then I'll read it out of the complete Jewish version of the Bible so that we will be on the same page. That's 3225, and it reads, and this is the Greek uh, translation, keyword Greek King James, and it says, and when Moses saw that the people were naked, for Aaron had made them naked unto the shame among their enemies. <laughs> Did you catch that? A totally different translation, totally different uh, way of doing things. All right, as to weigh how it came about. Now I'm going to read that very same scripture in the complete Jewish Bible. And it reads this way. When Moses saw that the people had gotten out of control because Aaron had allowed them to get out of control to mm -hmm. the derision of their enemies, Moses stood at the entrance of the camp and shouted. Now we know exactly what he shouted, but I want to uh, spend some time on what was said right there. It says the people had gotten out of control. Now, why did they get out of control? Mainly because of the fact they went away from their first love. Their first uh -oh. love was the power and the grace and the anointing of God. They had not received the Holy Ghost yet, but they had the law. Uh, of remembrance. And when I say the law of remembrance, I'm talking about they had what their their books said uh, earlier with with Joshua. There were a lot of things that were going on in, in, in the Bible that they remembered and what they saw. So here, Moses is doing what? Moses has just come off of Mount Sinai and he makes reference to this. And he says, because Aaron had allowed them to get out of control. Now, why is Aaron so important? I will be addressing two people here in this area. Aaron was the high priest at, the, at this part. Okay? He was uh, uh, Moses' brother. And he was the high priest. So being the one as the high priest, he was the one to instruct and to guide. 
He was the one to give reference and all sorts of things in the areas of, of how to do certain things. Uh, and he was, he was still learning, but he was to instruct the people. Now, I know he hadn't gotten the law yet. I know uh, that all of the Ten Commandments and all of that wasn't fully structured in his mind of what, because Moses had gotten all of that. But he had some structural teaching that were strong enough that he could teach the children of Israel how to respond respectfully. Did you catch that? How to respond respectfully. Now, I want to concentrate and focus on the area of Aaron letting them get out of control, but the number one word is teach. Come on, come yeah. on. Say teach. 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 Say teach. Teach. Now, when we are when we read the book of James, it says that the teachers will be held at a, a higher accountability. Why? Because they need to be specific as to what's being done. But you know what? <laughs> what makes it even more important? Come on, come on, Bishop. That God called men to be the high priest of their homes. Hello, did you catch that? Men to come be on. the high priest of their homes. And come as they on, were the high priest of their homes, they were to teach the children. Now you're saying, well, what were they to teach them? Well, they would teach them the laws. Well, let's back up just a little bit and let's review what were they to teach. And let's look at, at Deuteronomy. <clears throat> <laughs> Deuteronomy chapter six. I want to make sure that you are you are in mind in line with this. I'll be reading this out of the complete Jewish version of the Bible, so we'll we'll understand the simplicity of it. All right, because uh, I, I ain't, I'm not Elizabethan. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm just plain old Ohio Buckeye. All right. So <laughs> in in uh, Deuteronomy chapter six, I'm gonna start at verse four. And in verse four, it reads, hello, yeah, um, six, four, if I got this right, yeah, uh-huh, oh, and you are to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your being and your responses. These words, which I'm ordering you today, are on your heart, and you are to teach them carefully to your children. Hello, teach them carefully to your children. Now, when are they supposed to teach this? Thank you, Lord. The second person, the second group, or the ministers. Now, if you listen carefully, listen carefully. Notice I said listen. See, when we're listening, there's only uh, uh, there's specific things that are going on. We're, we're being silent because silent and listen are spelled with the same letters. So if you already got an idea and the thought process going on about what I'm talking about when I say teach and listen, you're not listening. Hello, did you catch that? Did you catch that? Now, when are we to teach and what are we supposed to teach? Well, according to the word of God, as the men, we're supposed to teach, hello now, we're supposed to teach faith. Did you catch that? Faith. How do we know we're supposed to teach faith? Well, in Habakkuk chapter two, verse four says, but the righteous shall live by faith. So if the righteous shall live by faith, how do we find out how faith works? Because we're being taught. Yes. Did you catch that? We're being taught. We're being taught by whom? We're being taught by our, the fathers. And the fathers are being taught by the priests. And the priests at that, at that moment are the preachers, the pastors. All right? They're being taught by them. 
Now, I know some of you are saying, well, you know, it's not all the, the, the excuse of the pastors and bishops and, and leaders. Uh, uh, sometimes the people don't show. Well, let me apply this practically. The word of God is very practical. Hello, did you catch that? The word of God is very practical. The word of God practices and teaches in the area of faith for healing. Hello, for healing and for finances. And then for marriage. Those are the three major areas that people need help in. Hello, isn't that correct? Am I correct? Mm -hmm. Three major areas. Man. If you're never teaching about that, about those three major areas, and believe me, everybody's not going to get it the first time. They're not going to get it the second time. They're not even going to get it the third time. Some people don't even get it the fifth time. Did you catch that? Why? Because they're so used to hearing what other people say instead of listening to the truth of the word of God. Did you catch that? All right, now I'm continuing on and how they're to be taught, how the children were to be taught. It says, and I will teach them carefully when they sit at home. Hello, when you're sitting at home, when you're traveling on the road, you will talk to them when they sit at home and they're traveling on the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Did you catch that? Mm -hmm. That's quite a few times that you teach your children. Yes. Now, what about the pastors and how they're supposed to teach? Now, let me ask you a question. And I want you to think about this. What was the number one thing that Jesus did when he went into the synagogue? I know what you're thinking. Oh, well, he 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 really gave parables and really did the great. No, Jesus talked. He preached on the street, but he taught in the synagogue. I'll say it again. He preached on the street, but he taught in the synagogue. And when he was teaching, when he was out uh, in the streets, as he was preaching, he was sitting on the hill, and sometimes he'd give parables, and it was great parables. But when he was in synagogue, he taught. Why did he teach? Because the, for the most part, they already knew the basics. Hello, did you catch that? They already knew the basics, so they needed the truth behind what was to go on. I'll give you a case in point. Now, I mentioned three areas. Can you remember the three areas? Mm -hmm. One was what? Healing. The second one was what? Finances. Finance. The third one was what? Marriage. Marriage. Did you catch that? Those are the three major areas. Now, I want, I, let me just throw this out there. All right. Now, I, I want to make sure that we understand. Now, when it comes down to prayer and in marriage, what is it? What does Paul say? He says, husbands are to treat their wives what? Like Jesus, as, as Jesus loves the church, mm -hmm. and if they're taught how to how to love their spouses, then it wouldn't be havoc along the lines of in the schools and in the communities, in the streets, in the neighborhoods. Right. Hello, did you catch that? Did I miss someone? Did I miss someone? Mm -hmm. See, if they're taught, then that's uh, that eliminates the craziness. Now, here's the <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Here is how how detailed Satan is. And this is where the church, and I'm, I'm talking about the body of Christ, all right? Walk in it, Bishop. The church begin to listen, all right? And they begin to get lazy. Madeline O'Hara, get this now, Madeline O'Hara decided, you know what? Prayer doesn't need to be in schools. This was back in the 60s. And the number one thing that she eliminated and the church sat and smiled and grinned when she said she was going to court and getting prayer taken out of the schools was uh, we're going to sit and watch this. And then when she got the results and prayer was taken out, 
then they said, oh, everything is just fine. But from that moment on, escalations of, of, of hitting, striking, stealing, theft, and anything you can name start rising. Mm -hmm. so all sorts of crimes start rising inside the school. Walk in it, Bishop. Did you get that? All sorts of that. Why? Because the teachers, or let me back that up. The pastors, the ministers didn't teach the men so that the men would teach the children how to operate in the men. Oh, so there's no because the fathers were what? Eliminated from the families. How were they eliminated? They were eliminated because the pastors were sitting on their tails talking about how much money we need to be brought inside the church. And they, they kept uh, uh, listening to what the women were saying, but they Bring ignored the, the women's fire. cry. The women's cry was that their husbands were not following God. Come on. Did you catch that? Come on. There's, there's no. All right. So the men have to be taught how to love their wives and treat them as the weaker sex, but what? Train them and love them to the point that if there's any pain, any sorrow, any hurt, any scars in their heart, that it's being healed. Why? Because God wants you to love his daughter properly. Come on. Hello, did you catch that? See, 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 some of y'all missing on that. Some of y'all kind of uh smiling and grinning. You're thinking, well, you know, uh, Bishop, we're we're we can't help that. Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> this, you know, one of the greatest things about being uh uh um, <laughs> being a teacher, and my 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 lovely wife uh mentioned that I have a master's in education administration. While I was in Las Vegas, this is where I taught and I started a Living Word Amy Zion Church. While I was in Las Vegas, they gave me opportunities to be a leader and uh, actually run the school. And it was pretty cool. It really was. But you know, the amazing thing was, was the fact that it didn't matter what area of the school it was, there was always a problem. See, I worked in the gang-fested area. I worked in the affluent area twice. I worked in a middle-income area, and the same problems were there. Men disrespecting their wives and sons and daughters disrespecting the mothers, the wives, because the men didn't teach them how it was done. Did you catch that? Did I, did I miss anybody? Did I miss anybody? No, now, forward up here, and I this is 36 years for me in education, and I see the same problem. It's escalated now. Mm. Of course, we got shootings going on inside schools, but when did that happen? When the church sat down. Now, you're saying, well, I thought you was talking about men and, and, and priests and ministers. I am. If they're to teach the children in the morning and afternoon and the evening, then the children have in the mindset that God loves them and that there's no reason for them to act a fool. Why? Because they have a parent, they have parents who love them, and they have a God who loves them when their parents move on. Hello, see, see, the foundation is the family. God did not create the church first, He created Adam and Eve. Hello. Yeah. Did, you, did you get that? That was the first church. So the man was the head of the church. And we already know what the scripture says. But how do we correct that issue? Now we have to intensify. Mm. What do we mean by intensify? Intensify the teachings. Why? Because we have, get this now, we have some men who are, I'm sorry, 
there's some biological donors, you get what I'm saying? Biological donors who are not fathers. Oh my God. Why can't to become a real father? Because they don't know what a father is. Hello, did you hear what I said? I said they were donors. And then because they weren't taught to, to what? <laughs> Put the ring on it? Yeah. They figure, well, I can get the milk for free. Because mm. the cow is great. Hello. But all because they were not taught how to be men. They were not taught how Walk to it, Bishop. They were not taught how to be leaders. Come on now, Bishop. This sounds just too too a uh, detail. Uh, 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 how are we gonna figure this out? How are we gonna structure this? Well, we got to accelerate. Now, I thought you said there were three areas. I did. The first area is the marriage, and that has to be taken care of. That's the first thing that has to be taken care of. Now, let's deal with finances. Remember when I was talking about that donor? Mm -hmm. Some of the donors don't even have a job. How come they don't have a job? Because they hadn't been taught how to be leaders. They haven't been taught how to be home providers because they don't know what a home is. Why? Oh, because they correct on this. Running the streets. Why? Because they've been watching it go along with as their donor did the same thing. Hello, did you catch that? I said their donor. I can say that, Father. See, they watched their donor. That may have been a father. They probably got married to him, but they never really moved into the position of a real father. Did you catch that? Hello? Yeah, they out of control. Why? Because the church laid down and, and sat down and began to smile and grin and say, oh, we having a good old time in church. We got the right songs. Everybody's shouting and falling apart. And the men are nowhere to be found. Did you catch that? The men are nowhere to be found. The churches are full of women. But men need full structure to catch hold of where they're supposed to be. Why? They are the priest of the household. And if they're the priest, they have to be taught how to be priests. Did you catch that? They have to be taught how to be the priest. But if you can't get their attention because they don't have a job, they don't understand leadership, they don't understand fatherhood, they don't understand what a family is, they're not going to do anything besides sit on their tail and play games. Jay, shut up, Hello. You ever see a 30-year-old playing games? Come on now, you know what I'm talking about. They'll sit there and play those video games for hours on end. Don't have a job, but they'll play for hours, hours on end. And then complain about what the wife or the girlfriend's doing, going out and working. And they'll say, where's my food? Why? Because they were never taught how to be men. They were never taught how to be respectful of the woman of God that God gave them. Hello, did you catch that? Yes. Totally out of control, and there's no excuse. <laughs> was there? Was available? What? What were they doing? Smiling and grinning and counting the bucks, and making sure everybody had a nice song. The song does not make the difference. The word of God destroys the yoke. It doesn't just uh, break it. It destroys Isaiah 27:10. It destroys the yoke. It obliterates it. You know what obliteration is? That means it's broken down that the splinters cannot even come back together again. There, it obliterates the yoke, which is the craziness that's been holding people down. And if you look at second chapter, uh, second Corinthians chapter four, it says Satan has blinded the minds of those that don't believe. Uh-oh, hold on. We lost we lost connection. Hold on. Where are you? 
You still there? Right here. What, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, I, I am. Yes. You there. Okay. Okay. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. See, that's what the devil trying to mess things up. He said, blinded our minds of those. He tried to blind my whole vision. No, not my physical, not my physical vision, but he's trying to mess things up. Why? Because he knows this word is getting out so strong and it's covering countries and worlds that people are still struggling over trying to understand why is my family going crazy? Because the man in the house is not a real man. He's a wimp. Did you catch that? Hello? He's a wimp. And the day he rises up, thank you, Lord. He told me to go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now, remember, we were talking about the man who needed the job. Hello, the man who needed the job. You know, it says, giving it shall be given unto you, pressed down, shaking together, running over. Yes. Hello, that's how you give. That's how you get jobs. Mm. Now, let me share something with you. And this is a personal story. You know, my dad, <clears throat> my dad worked all the time. Okay. He was in the Navy, United States Navy. And then when he came home, he became a, a U.S. postal worker. In other words, he was a letter carrier. Some people call him a mailman. All right. But you know what? My dad worked. I saw, I constantly saw my dad. He was my example. He was my example. All right. He worked all the time. And when I say worked all the time, I'm not talking about working three, four, five, six, seven jobs. I'm talking about just working one job that had enough to take care of the whole family. Now, I know some of you are saying, well, what about what the word says, having seven incomes in Ecclesiastes? You know what? My dad wasn't there yet. But I praise God he was there enough to understand he needed to take care of his family. Did you catch that? So the example was laid out in front of me as to how to do things. Now, I first graduated out of school in 1979 and out of high school. I didn't go to college right away. I got a full-time job. And I start, get this now, with that full-time job, I start paying my mom and dad rent just because they weren't requiring me to pay it, but I did it because. And then I saw my vision. I saw where I needed to go. I, I wanted to go to college. That's why I wound up going to Livingstone College. But guess what? I didn't have enough money to go down to college. What did I say that just shall live by? Faith. Faith. Well, my parents, they talk about faith all the time. They talked about faith all the time. Uh, 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 whew, how much time I got? You, you, you have the flow, Bishop. You have the flow. All right, all right. I just want to know. <laughs> I just want to know because I can go and flow. But, you know, <laughs> what was going on is my, my, I saw my dad work. He, he was consistent in his job. So I said, Lord, I, I want to go to college. I want to be a musician. He said, All right, son. And, and my dad said, So what do you got to do? I said, well, uh, I don't know. He said, well, sow a seed. What? Sow a seed. So I didn't know the details of that. My dad didn't even know the details of that. But he did say sow a seed. You know what I sowed? I sowed a seed from my job. I was tithing for my job. See, my parents taught me how to tithe. He, they were an example about tithing. Come All right. So I just saw them. It, they wasn't fucking talking. They weren't bucket plunking. They was confessing over their tithe. Father God, I thank you. I present my tithes and offerings to you. We got five children, there's seven in the family, and we are honoring you, God. I saw the example. So when I got to college, get this, I only had $500 in my pocket 
and my saxophone. I get to college. I'm standing in, in the financial aid line. For those of you who don't know what a financial aid line, you've never been to a HBCU. So let me explain what a HBCU financial aid line is. The HBCU financial aid line is a line like getting to go to a concert. Once you get to the front, you're going to find out whether you're going to get in or not. Hello. Oh, wow. Hello. You don't even know if you got a ticket. Come on. That's come on. how the financial aid line is in an HBCU. So you're right. saying, uh, 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 weren't you admitted? Yes, I, have, I was admitted at Livingstone. But the financial aid line says, oh, whether well, I was going to have some money to pay for. Well, I only had $500. I pulled up with my saxophone case. Praise the Lord. A man walked past me who just happened to be the band director, <laughs> Mr. Duncan, happened to be the band director of Livingstone College's marching band. Uh, he said, young man, he says, uh, you know how to play that? I said, yes, sir. He says, how long you been playing? And at that time, it was like uh, six years. Uh, he says, have you ever marched in a band? I said, yes, sir. I marched in, in junior high school and high school. He says, I'll tell you what. He says, you bring that horn and you follow me. I says, okay. So I followed him. He marched me to the front of the uh, front of the line. Hello. And they said, put him on scholarship. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. That's by faith and example. You see, I, I, I learned all of that from my mom and my dad. I learned that all from my mom and my dad. That's the financial area. Let me go back to my mom and dad, okay? <laughs> my mom and dad were the craziest lovebirds I've ever seen. My dad would come in and pat my mom on her butt, pop, 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 <laughs> then hug and grab her from the back and kiss all on her and then go about his business. I saw that all the time. I saw my dad loving my mom. Hello? I didn't see my dad punching my mom. I didn't see my dad slapping my mom. I saw my dad loving my mom. Hello? That was the example. Now, I know everybody doesn't get an opportunity like that. I have found out that uh, everybody has it, okay? But you know what? God always has a ram in the thicket. Yes, he he'll bring you a couple that you either at church, in your community, wherever your job that you just you just fine tune in on you laser focus on them. And you say, man, that's a nice looking couple. Did you catch that? So you have a laser vision on a couple that you don't know exactly what's going on, but you do see that there's love there. Yeah. So I've taken care of two areas. Hello. I've taken care of two areas. That's what the marriage and that's also finances. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I finished up college. Uh, I had my last year that I only had to pay for. Only my last year. It was a five-year program. All the other four years were taken care of. Mm. That was the hardest part. And let, let me share with you how I got to college. For those of you who don't know, there used to be a bus line called Trailways Bus Line. Mm -hmm. That was uh, that was the they called it a country line. All right, and the bus line that's still around, and it may, I did think it just got bought out as Greyhound. Well, I rode. My parents put me on the Trailways from Cincinnati and said, "We love you, bye." And they did one of those numbers. You know how how parents do back in the in that back in the South. They gave you a bag. Of, of lunch and dinner with, with chicken and it was greasy and they had all of the greens and the macaroni and cheese all they gave me one of those mm -hmm. and I was on that bus I rolled 553 miles down to Salisbury North Kakalaki North Carolina for those of you North Kakalaki and I showed up in a town that I did not know anybody 
but they, my parents have taught me faith. Hello, it says the just shall live by faith. faith. So I learned by faith how to get a job, how to love my spouse, hello, by watching and examples. Hello, did you catch that? Right. So uh, uh, we talked about finances. Now let's go to healing. Yeah. Let's talk about health. Now, most of you ought to say, well, praise the Lord. Uh, this is this is just is really nice, you know, but you know, the world has been out of control, but who has been more out of control? The church. The church has been out of control. Well, uh, Bishop, I wouldn't agree. Why? Because the scripture says in what? In in uh, um, in Second Chronicles, it says, if my people, and y'all know the rest of it, will what? Humble themselves and pray, then I will turn from their wicked ways, then I will heal the land. It didn't say the world had to humble and pray. Yeah. It said his people. Yes. We're the ones that run the thing. Yes. Now, if you don't run it, it's your fault. Come Hello. On. Come Hello. On. Don't be blaming the government. You walking don't in this the, the only one you need to be blaming is yourself. Yes. Well, I, I, I'm just one by myself. Hello. Daniel was one. And Daniel was able to run the whole country. Mm-hmm. All because the king said, oh, Daniel, your God has saved you. Daniel's kings, uh, God's Daniel's God saved him, and Daniel's king said, "We're gonna follow your God, Daniel, because he took care of you in the lion's den." You see, that's the government. We can run the government, but what what have we done? We sat on our hands and knees and smiled and grinned and said, "Oh Lord, please help the struggling folks, and I need you to just if." Give him a helping hand. And while you're at it, just bless me and four more. I thank you. I thank you. And wrong. Wrong. Totally wrong. You're supposed to be taking authority over the demonic activity in your area, in your community. Uh, well, Bishop, I don't know about that. He says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. Yes. Hello, did you catch that? It says, submit to God. Have you submitted to God? See, that was the other thing that that the men and women have to teach the men, the pastors have to teach the men to do what? Submit to God. Because if you can't submit to God, the devil looking like, look at you and start smiling. What you do? I just saw you down the street. You was at the club with me. Shut up. Get out of here. Hello? Did you catch that? See? You have to walk the walk and, and just instead of talking the talk. Yes. Walk the walk and walk into the glory zone. Mm-hmm. Now I know I some of you are saying, well, where are you gonna get into this, get into this uh this healing thing? I'll share with you in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. Oh, God Lord. <laughs> Pay attention to this. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. It says, My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear to my sayings. Mm-hmm. Now God is talking to the people. Mm-hmm. All right. He says, incline thy ear to my saints. Incline thine ear to my saints. Now, most of y'all say, oh, that really sounds spiritual, Bishop. Very spiritual. But what does it mean, Bishop? I know it sounds really great. Well, we're going to look in the complete Jewish Bible and we're going to make sure we got the understanding. Oh, and by the way, this is is plain, simple English. Okay. So there's no reason for us to, to feel like we don't know what's going on. All right. In the complete Jewish version, it says, my son, pay attention to what I'm saying. Did you catch that? Mm -hmm. Pay attention. Pay attention. Now, I'm not finished yet. In the King James, and we're still talking about healing thing, it says, 
Attend to my words, incline thy ear to my sayings. And let's verse 21. Let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart. Verse 22, for they are life unto those that find them and help to all their flesh. Life to those that find them, help to all their flesh. I know some of y'all say, well, Bishop, that sounds pretty nice. It's real spiritual. But let me share with you the complete English version, complete uh, the Jewish version of that very same thing. It says, my son, pay attention to what I'm saying. Incline your ear to my words. Don't let them out of your sight. Keep them deep in your heart for their life or Zoe to those that find them and health to their whole being. Now, if you look in, in a, uh, in a, what is it, uh, in a, tr a Greek translation or in a research Bible, study Bible, that word translated health is medicine. Did you catch that? It's medicine. So if you looked at the translation, it would look like this. For they are life, a zoe unto those that find them, and medicine to all their flesh. Medicine to all their flesh. Now, if it's medicine to your flesh, answer this question. If what is medicine to all your flesh? The word of God. Did you catch that? The word of God. Did you catch that? The word of God is medicine. What is it? The word of God is medicine. There's three areas. I just told you why. <laughs> I just told you why the, uh, the, the men have gone crazy because the pastor stopped teaching. They stopped teaching the men to be the men, the boys to be men, the men to look after their wives, the men to keep uh, be responsible for their finances. And because they hadn't been taught to do that, that means they got sick at every whim and every opportunity. And they uh, sat on the side and said, well, you know what? Uh, I'm not feeling well. And that became the number one thing. Oh, I'm not feeling well. Well, you know, it, it just doesn't feel good. You know, my, my head is hurting. My body is hurting. You know, that's an organ recital. You know what that is? You know what an organ recital is? That's all your organs inside your body aching, okay? And some of you allow your organs to have a recital all because you talk too much. You talk Walk in it, Bishop. And you allow, did you say one minute? Keep I got time? Keep preaching. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you see, you talk too much and you're saying, well, Bishop, what are you talking about? Proverbs 18.21 says, death and life is in the power of tongue. And the moment you said, oh, I'm feeling bad, your body said, oops, I'm not feeling all that great. It's time to get bad now. It's time to fall apart. It's time to fall apart. Now, I know some of you saying, uh, Bishop, that's just, uh, you, you, you just repeating what somebody said. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, no. Here's the proof of that. And I want you to listen carefully. Come on, catch hold of it now. I want you to listen carefully. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Somebody's catching hold of this. Praise the Lord. Somebody's catching hold of this. Uh, <laughs> during winter season, the news reports say it's what? Flu season. All right. Did you catch that? But during the pandemic, get this now, while people were wearing masks, how many people caught the flu while the mask was on? Very few. Did you catch that? 
Very few caught the flu while the mask was on. Why? Because they were covering up their noses and their mouths from spewing stupidity and all the sickness that was out there. Now, what's that got to do with the mouth? Let me share with you now. If you don't repeat what the world says, everything will run fine. Did you catch that? Remember what I was talking about when I was in college? When I was down in college in Salisbury, North Kakalaki, I had a friend by the name of Harold Aiken. He was a tongue-talking AME sign preacher from Jamaica. <laughs> I didn't even know there was tongue-talking believer Jamaicans like that from the AME Zion Church, Methodist Church. I got a hold of him. That boy laid hands on me. I began to speak in four or five different tongues. I enjoyed it. I said, wow, this is fun. And from that point on, God said, let me teach you about faith, son. And the number one thing he said, the number one thing you need to do is control your mouth. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. And while cl my classmates were talking about they were getting sick, they were uh, losing their voice. And oh, and by the way, I sang in a gospel choir, sang in a concert choir while I was in college. And we went on tours. We went on week-long tours. And each time we were on week-long tours, quite a few of the people would say, you know, after tour, you know, I lose my voice. Uh, I was a music major. I music major. I didn't have time to lose my voice. I said. I will not lose my voice at the end of the tour. And I sang consistently even after. Did I rest? I did rest when I went to my dorm and I went to sleep. Did I drink tea? Yes, I did drink tea. Did I drink a lot of water? Yes, I did. Did I take away from the natural elements of nourishing my body? No, I didn't. I actually still did those things. But I didn't yes. confess that I was sick. Did you catch that? Did you catch that? Now, Let's speed up. While I was in college, <laughs> my body caught pneumonia. I had walking pneumonia. How many know a pneumonia kill you? Come on. How many know mm -hmm. it'll kill you? Well, I had been learning about the power of my words and the power of my words. Check this out. Romans 8, 11. You know it. You could quote it, but uh, I'm not going to quote it. Let's go to it. So we'll know what that what that says, and you know we won't question it. Romans eight eleven. Now check this out. I read this so clearly. It says, "But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken or make the word, the word quicken means to make your body alive, your mortal bodies by the spirit that dwelleth in you." I got a hold of that. <laughs> I got a hold of that same scripture. And I said, hold it now. Since it stopped death, it could stop pneumonia. Mm. Did you catch that? If it could stop death, it could stop pneumonia. So I was taught how mm -hmm. to use my words to stop pneumonia in my physical body. Now, some of you are saying, well, Bishop, that was back in college. We're now in 2023. Praise the Lord. I just got, what is it, two years now that I was, I'm free of cancer. Mm -hmm. huh. That's right. The, free, it, I, in, July. in July, free of cancer, two years. <laughs> and I did not scream and holler and talk about, oh, I'm going to die. Oh, this is, this is killing me. Oh, but God, because God had been teaching me how to control my tongue. God had been teaching me. And, you know, the whole time, get this now, the whole time the devil was saying, you're going to die. You're going to die. 
you ain't gonna make it. People have died with third, the, the third level of cancer. You at the third level, you gonna die. I said, no, I will not die. I will live and declare the works of the Lord. Does that sound familiar? Yes. I, re well, I repeated mm -hmm. the word of God. In Amos uh, 2, I it says, how could two walk together unless they agree? How could I walk with God unless I agree with him? Come on, Bishop, you walk in. I can't walk with God unless I agree with him. And his word says, I'm healed. By his stripes, I'm healed. Isaiah 53, 5. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of me. Now you're talking about teaching. That's the third area. That's why we got sick men and sick families. That's why we got poor families and poor men. That's why we got taught marriages because the teaching of the word of God has not gone out how to control in those three areas. Oh my goodness. Walking in this Walk in it, Bishop. Bishop, uh, everybody doesn't understand the word of God like you do. But that's just it, honey. There's enough men and women of God that do. All you got to do is bring them into your church. Come on, Bishop. No, you don't have to pay them. Let God pay them. Now, if you get blessed and you healed of a supernatural miracle, you'll go right ahead and thank the Lord. You can't pay for your healing anyway. Oh. Jesus. Did you get Come that? Yes, sir. Yes, I learned sir. to walk by faith. In, in, in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, it says the just shall live by faith. In, in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 6, it says the righteous shall live by faith. That's the Hebrew text. The just shall live by faith. So what's the number one thing that we need to teach? Faith. My God, my God. All because of the fact that the world has gone crazy and they still out of control. Why is the roof? Let them go out of control. Bishop, you're being hard on preachers. You're being hard. No, I'm straightening it out. <laughs> Did you catch that? I'm straightening it out. That's what's supposed to happen. When a man of God walks in his authority, as a husband, when a man of God walks in his authority as a husband, the children see the example. As the man of God walks in authority in healing, the children see the example. As a man of God walks in the authority of their finances, the children see the example. So you don't have a family of kids that are crazy. You got children seeing an example of by faith because we're part of the heritage of faith. And the only way you can be in the heritage of faith is if you're walking. Walking in church for now. Get it in the morning. Get it in the evening. Get it in the afternoon. Get that word inside of you. Why do I need this a preacher. the word? Why do I need the word? Because it's life to those that find him and help to all their flesh. Jesus, come on, Bishop. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Let it rip tonight. Oh, Let it rip tonight. You know, <laughs> you know, I was, I was somewhat. To be on this broadcast, I really was. So I said, I don't know these men and women of God. <laughs> They're powerful people. I don't know. Uh, we do know Dr. Erica. I said, but I don't know if these men and women of God probably got stories greater than mine. The Lord said, Son, I got it. <laughs> All you got to do is just teach. Go ahead and teach. That's where your anointing is, son. I said, All right, Lord. <laughs> I'll just do what you say. I'll just do what you say. Now, I got one more thing and then I'll shut up. <laughs> I think. 
Praise the Lord. Yeah, I'll shut up unless the Lord died some other place. Now, I'm going to tell you, uh, while I was growing up, uh, shucks, around uh, seven or eight years old, my parent, my dad was a scoutmaster, boy scoutmaster. So, yeah, I'm a product of the scout program, the boy scouts. No, mm. say just scouts. I was part of the boy scouts program. And they used to call going out in, in camping in the winter a polar bear. That's what my dad called it. Well, I wanted to be with my brothers, my oldest brother and my old, uh, my second oldest brother, because I'm the youngest in the family. And uh, we went camping. And when we went camping, my dad told me to get my rain galoshes. I said, okay, dad, all right. But I didn't do it. I didn't get my rain galoshes. I had my gym shoes. Now, uh, when we got to camp, my dad said, where are your galoshes? Uh, dad, I forgot him. Well, he didn't, he didn't read me out, but he did say, okay, then you be careful. And that's what he said. Well, how many know kids, you know, they're not careful. They just go out and do everything. All right. It, it just being fun, doing things that are fun. And that's exactly what I did. I ran in the creeks, I ran and played in the river and it was cold. So we get, we got back to the camp. And as we got back to the camp, you know, I'm good. I get get in my, my sleeping bag right next to my dad. You know, my dad was 5'11", five, five, and big man. And, uh, you know, but that was my, that was my hero, <laughs> my dad. He is my example. So I saw so much as a kid. You know, even today, I, I have to watch myself because the smell of leather as a letter carrier, I could still uh, smell his scent from a letter, a leather uh, mailing case from a let as a letter carrier. Wow. You know, it's all in my heart. It's all in my mind and so on. And uh, we would go, we went to camp on weekends. So it'd be Friday, Saturday. So I'm out enjoying myself on Saturday. Well, it's time to go home. I wake up and my feet are a little numb. Okay. Now my feet are numb. I don't think nothing about it. I'm a kid. We get home my mom and my sisters they all know that we home and because uh, we go to the church first and then from the church then we went on home because we want to make sure mom knew so we picked them up and we came on home well i'm at home now my feet are numb my dad says get this i want you to go and get in a hot tub so turn on the water uh and i get in this hot tub now I'm in the hot tub and I'm just relaxing, but my feet are still hurting and still numb. Now they're getting worse. They're getting worse. Now, I get out of the tub, you know, I, I yelled to my dad, I said, Dad, my feet are getting worse. I could barely feel them. So uh, they get me out of the tub. At that point, my dad just lifts me out of the tub and puts me in bed. And uh, they, you know, say, well, just just warm you up. Well, my feet got worse and worse. And uh, at that point, they called the doctor. That's when doctors made home visits. And I'll never forget the, our family doctor was named Dr. Darton. He smoked. <laughs> Craziest thing, doctors smoking, and they're supposed to help you. <laughs> <laughs> well, he came and he told my mom and dad, he says, uh, uh, well, 
um, I, I love you all, but uh, Mr. Jordan, you made a mistake. He said, what do you mean? He says, uh, your son's feet were starting to get warm, but now they're basically they're dead. And I'm like, my dad was like, what do you mean? He said, they're frostbitten. And uh, he said, what we'll do is we'll, we'll just keep them wrapped up. And I hope that, you know, everything will, you know, they'll fall out and everything will be a whole lot better. Well, that didn't happen. Family doctor came back, I think it was maybe a week later, and uh, checked my feet. Said, no. Says, we'll, we'll give him a couple more days. Then it says, Mr. and Mrs. Jordan, if, if nothing changes, we'll have to amputate your son's feet. Oh, Jesus. And uh, eh, they, uh, my parents, they said, well, we'll see. And when they came back, the doctor came back. He said, oh, well, I see there's nothing improved. So I'm going to schedule for amputation. And my mom and dad said, no. We're not going. He's not going at all. He's not going to make that. And I thought, well, you know, I'm a kid. So <laughs> they say no. I guess they're right. So I'm following. I'll, you know, I'll pay attention. I'm a kid. Well, it gets worse. I have no feeling in my, my feet. It's starting to go up my legs. I have no feeling in my ankles. It's starting to go up my legs. You know what that is. All right. So my feet are dying. My legs are dying from my feet going up. All right. Well, my mom said, no, this is what we're going to do. We're going to believe God. My mom always prayed. Get this now. Everybody knows Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Does she know any other scriptures? I don't know. She, I know she did as I got older, but that was the number one prayer she prayed. Mm -hmm. She always Amen. prayed that, and of course, she always prayed the Lord's Prayer that uh, Jesus taught the disciples. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What I know now is they were calling down heaven on earth. That's what I know now. But I didn't know that then because I was just a kid. So my mom said Amen. this. She said, doctor, you're not going to amputate. We've already canceled the date. And they said, well, I don't know what you're going to do. We got to get to it as fast as possible. So no, 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 no. My sons, are, both of them said, our son's feet are going to be right here. So every day, my mom would stick a pin inside my toes. Every day to see if I got feeling. I would be sound asleep. And I couldn't feel them sticking stuff in my toes. And oh, she would be crying crying, rubbing my toes with lotion and, and some other oils and whatever. She's praying and crying. Now, I get this now. I'm not the, the first miracle of the family. All right? I'm not. My sister before me was born, uh, she had, uh, they call it somewhat uh, mentally retarded. Okay? Uh, she had a cord around her neck and the doctor said that she wasn't going to live. They said she wasn't going to go to school. They said she wasn't going to learn how to eat. They said she wasn't going to learn how to walk. They said she couldn't see. My mom and dad said not only will she eat and see and walk and go to school, you will see her graduate. 
They said that's impossible. Amen. How many know our Amen. God is impossible? My God, you better walk in it, Bishop. That's real talk. <laughs> our God is an impossible God. I am 62. My sister right now, Andrea Camilla Jordan, is 64. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> She's still living. 64. Yes. And, and uh, my baby has seen her, and she yes. is hilarious. She is. My sister's hilarious. So my mom and dad already know about miracles. So they weren't afraid of no miracles. But how many know the pain in the flesh does cause you to cry? And yes, that's exactly what they did. They prayed and cried, prayed and cried, prayed and cried. About Amen. three or four months, I'm still, I'm out of school now, okay? I'm out of school. Prayed and cried, prayed and cried. Four months come around, prayed and cried, prayed and cried. Next thing you know, I get a little, they stick something in my foot and I jump. <laughs> I, I jump. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. Hey. I'm telling you. All Shut things up. are possible for those that believe. My come parents on, would come back to life. Yes, Lord. And they did. They did. Now, that's not the rest of the story. That's not the end of the story. Let me share with you. As my feet got the, uh, came uh, to full healing, at that point, I go back to school. I'm walking to school now. Hello, I'm walking to school on them same feet that were frostbitten. Hello, did you catch that? Then I go to junior high, uh, sixth grade. I'm in sixth grade. I start running track. On if it with them same feet that was supposed to be amputated. Then I was on the stunt team. On them same feet that they were supposed to be amputated. I graduate, go on to junior high school, join the band. I'm in the marching band playing a saxophone and marching on those same feet that was supposed to be amputated. I get to high school. Now I'm at high school now. I'm in the marching band. I'm not only in the marching band, I run track. And I'm running the track. I'm a two-miler. Huh. Did you catch that? Not mm-hmm. one mile. I went the two miles. Mm-hmm. I went eight times around the, the track. Yeah, on them same feet that were supposed to have been amputated. My God, my God. Mark 923. If thou canst believe, mm-hmm. all things are possible to those that yes. believe. Yes. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you don't learn anything at all, you learn how to walk by faith. Why the people are out of control is because they haven't been taught faith. Why is the church out of control is because they haven't been taught faith. Why is the world out of control because they don't know our father and they haven't been taught faith. There's miracles in healing. There's miracles in marriage. I am living with this. If this lovely woman right there, Romania Jordan, my God, I was living a painful marriage. Painful. I was living so painful in my marriage. I was stupid enough to believe that no one would love me. Somebody told me that. Somebody told me that. But you know what? Deep down in my heart, I said, there's got to be somebody to love me. There's got to be. 
Somebody I can show my love. Next thing oh, I know, I'm ready for this gorgeous woman. My God. My God. You talking about a life of, of, of pain that I don't remember? I don't remember the pain that I had. Is it a little small remembrance? Yes. Just a little bit. Just to remind me of what pain I was in. Did you get that? And to treat my sweetie like a queen. Did you catch up? Do I get it right all the time? No, I don't. I don't. But believe me, it's a whole lot better. Whole lot better in my life now, like never before. <laughs> because I'm walking by faith. I'm walking fast. God has blessed us so well as children of God. We need to review our victories. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Somebody right now, there is a there is a pain in your thank you, Lord, uh, in your right knee, in your right knee, in your right knee. If there's someone on the line, I don't know who it is. Uh, if it if if you have pain in your right knee, I want you to touch it right now. And as you touch it, say, I thank you, Lord. Say it. I say, I thank you, Lord. Whatever it is, I thank you, Lord. My knee is healed. Thank you, Lord. I know what you're saying. Some of you are saying, well, that, that's impossible. <laughs> Didn't you just hear what we said? <laughs> All things are possible to those Come that on believe. This up. <laughs> if, you, if you miss that, something wrong with you, something wrong with your Hallelujah. head. Seriously. Because <laughs> in the Luke 137 says, with man, it's impossible. With God, all things are possible. Yes. Hello. Just have Hello. your way, Holy Ghost. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's ear just popped too as well. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Somebody's ear, I don't know which one, I think it's left ear, left ear. Somebody's left ear just popped, popped open. So receive that, receive that, receive that. And for those of you who haven't received your healing yet, even as I've spoken, I want you to think about this right now. Just claim, just Romans 8, 11. Walk in it. spirit that lives deep inside of you, it since it's not death, it could stop whatever it is inside your physical body that's an alien. It doesn't belong there. Did you catch that? It does not belong there. And you have to recognize it doesn't belong there. And once you recognize it doesn't belong there, now you got to take authority over it. I'm going to give you a faith advantage here. I'm going to give you a faith faith advantage. There was a a man of God was was teaching. And he was talking about creative miracles. And I thought, yeah, creative miracles are really cool, but I've never seen one. I've seen legs grow out. Okay, I've seen uh, the the deaf here. I've seen the the blind see, but with a brand new eyeball, I I've never seen that or a limb grow out. And then here's the thing, uh, <laughs> this man of God says that there are animals in the animal kingdom mm-hmm. that if their limbs are broken off, they can regrow it. Mm-hmm. So I did some research. You go look at it. Look it up. The animal kingdom has creatures that their limbs will grow back if it's taken off. Mm-hmm. Now, just think about that. Since the great God, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, mm-hmm. created those animals to get recreated limbs and mm-hmm. grow them back, how, how much, much more, more and more valuable are you and I to receive? How much more? Hello, how Hallelujah. much more? 
You are the child of the most high. You're sitting on the right hand of the mall, sitting on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty with Jesus. We're seated in heavenly places with Jesus Christ. Now, if you're not seated, that's your choice. I don't know why you would want to sit someplace else, but you need to sit right around with your big brother, Jesus. He's sitting there smiling and grinning. Enjoying smile. Thank you, Lord. Somebody's somebody somebody's hip just came back in. Somebody's hip just came back in. Claim it. Claim it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want you to stand on that promise of the word. Because see, if you if your mental mind is still having issues, shut it down. Shut your mind down and just let your heart work. Let your heart work. Walk in and we were teaching, thank you, Lord. We were teaching in Bible study about the power of your word about two Wednesdays ago. And it was amazing that, you know, one of the mottos of the state of Ohio, all things are possible to those that believe. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) even the state of Ohio was established on the impossible. Mm -hmm. Now, does that mean your state wasn't Mm -hmm. established on that? Every state was established on that. We just have the people. We have to identify who those people are. Why? Because you're there. Wherever you are, you're there. It's blessed because you're there. The anointing is there because you are there. The blessing is there because you are there. The power is there because you are there. The grace is there because you are there. You can stop any sickness, disease, worry, pain, shooting if you take authority in your hands and speak the truth because you are there. Yes. Oh, my Lord. Wow. I'm gone over time. I've gone over time. I'm going to stop right here. I'm going to stop right here. Dr. Erica, you can go right ahead and take it take it from here. Praise the Lord. <laughs> if this message has been a blessing to you, please get in contact with Dr. Erica and yes. listen to it again. Go ahead. I see a recording of one hour and 56, sec- 56 minutes and three seconds. Go back and review it. Keep listening to the word. It says, faith cometh by hearing. You keep hearing that same word over and over. Recreative miracles, the establishment of the word. The greater one lives in you. The same spirit of grace from the dead lives inside of you. The power is there. The love is there. You shall live and not die. You shall serve the Lord and, and everything he does. You walk in this never fail you because you are there, you can stand on it all. <laughs> Woo! My God! My God! Have your way, Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Take it over because I need something to drink. Hallelujah. Amen. We give God the glory. Amen. We give God the glory. Amen. For what he is doing on today. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We give God the glory for what he's doing. Amen. In this season, for those who are, amen, came in on tonight. Amen. On tonight, amen. This was the first official night of the Fear Factor, amen, men's conference. Amen. Hallelujah. The fast, the furious, the out of control on tonight. Amen. If that word was truly a blessing, amen. I'm going to have, for those who have Cash App, amen. The Cash App is Cash App. I'm going to spell it. It's R A M. E N I A Romania 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 Jordan J O R D A N. I'm gonna spell it again. Cash app. All right. R A M E N I A Jordan 
Amen. And that is into the ministry. If you want to definitely sow a seed in the second chance, amen, Christian Center, amen, Global Ministries, amen. If, and I know that Bishop has really brought the word on tonight. He brought the word on tonight. And that was some good, solid, foundational teaching amen. on tonight. Amen. So I don't amen. know about anybody else, but he had to, I had to sit there, amen. Bishop, I had to repent and say, ouch! Oh, I can't oh, ouch! That, but that was the word. That was the word, amen. We do get out of control. Amen. Flesh is a mess. Amen. But I know flesh is a mess. And so we thank God on tonight for, for what he, uh, what he is doing in this season. For for anybody on tonight, Amen. Listen, he's the hey, y'all can sow it. It, it. it could be throughout the week, Amen. Sow that seed to the ministry, to their ministry. I'm telling you, they are a blessing. They are the blessing to the kingdom. And one thing we have to learn how to do is support the kingdom. We are kingdom builders, and together we work together, Amen. We expand God's kingdom. You know, like they said, they are in forty countries. They're in 40 countries, amen, spreading the word of God. We're in 39 countries, amen. So check this out. The kingdom is working together. Guess what? We can expand to 85. We can expand to 182. We can expand to 120. We can expand to 360. We can expand to 350. However God wants us to use it, we need to use it for his glory. Yes. Thank amen. you, God. His glory. Amen. His glory on tonight. Amen. And God is truly been good god has truly been good amen and um i'm gonna turn this back over to amen for those amen on tonight amen i'm gonna put that amen in the room on tonight so for those who want to sow that seed please sow that seed amen hallelujah i'm gonna sow it tonight amen so for those who want to sow a seed please sow a seed tonight whatever you have amen sow that seed amen on on tonight Amen on tonight. Amen. So I'm going to turn this back over to amen, the host of the hour on tonight, and that's Pastor Amen Franklin Goffin on tonight. So Pastor Goffin, amen, you there? Yes, I am. All right. So I'm going to turn this back over to you, sir, on tonight. Amen. Thank you. Oh, my God. What a word. What a word. What a word. Amen. Goodness, what a word. If you were sick, you don't have any business being sick now. Come on. Amen. You don't have any business being sick now. Say that. Um, man. You've, got to, you've got to uh speak positive. The words have power. If you say you're sick and keep saying you're sick and, and feeling sorry for it, it never will be healed. Amen. You got to change the way you talk. You got to change your attitude. Mm -hmm. You got to walk. You got to change the people you hang around. Mm -hmm. You know, but that word tonight, oh my God. I don't have Ashen. nothing to say. Oh my God. What a mm -hmm. word. What a testimony. My goodness and mercy. I thought I had some problems, but mm -hmm. I'm still. Hallelujah. And when you hear somebody else's testimony, you don't have anything else to complain about. Matter of fact, you shouldn't complain, period. Because complaining has never fixed anything. Amen. Never fixed anything. But then, listen, like I said, black folks will have a pet no complaining. Everything should be right. But since it's not, everything is still messed up for them that believe and talk that way. 
But I, I, my Shelly, I'm a host. I thank God tonight for the man of God. Really bless my soul. Bless my soul. Bless my soul. I'm going to sleep on that tonight. Hallelujah. I'm going to sleep on it really good. I enjoyed it. Oh, my God. And and listen, he, oh, he could have kept going on. I don't have any way to go to tonight amen um like i said if you don't know the cash app what you can do to send it send it to me and i'll send it directly to them if not i'm gonna text everybody the cash app you know to send so so we'll see it could be a minimum a minimal or a maximum bless this this, this this is a powerful word on tonight a powerful word on tonight i don't want none of the off i don't want none of it I wanted to be given to amen, the man and the woman of God on tonight because they took the time out of their schedule, amen, to answer to this assignment, amen. And I am so blessed, amen. I'm so blessed uh, to have them in the presence on tonight, amen. Many of them 
Amen. I believe Apostle Abram is out there on tonight. Apostle Abram, are you still out there tonight? I'm going to be out, out there tonight. He might be. Yeah, I'm still here. Amen. On tonight, amen, that is Apostle Abrams. Amen. He will be bringing down the house tomorrow night. Amen. Out of myth. It's Tennessee. Amen. So definitely for the man of God on tomorrow night. Uh, that is uh, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 7 o'clock Central Standard Time. For those who are in the uh, in, in the other state, we've got the glory. Amen. On tonight. Amen. And I just want to uh, definitely want to leave the floor. Amen. To amen. The man or woman of God, if they have any final sayings, any announcements, feel free to share. Amen. Your ministry, the advertisements, you know, we're going to, what we're going to do is promote each other. We have to promote each other and back each other up in the kingdom. Amen. And um, there, I mean, their radio, their show is phenomenal. I sit there and watch it. Amen. And God is truly doing something. And, and I mean, anything that we can do to help each other expand Amen. the territory of the kingdom, we're going to do what we need to do. Amen. So I'm going to turn it over to Pastor Romania. You, um, you're there, sweetheart. You there, sis? Uh, let's see. I am here. <laughs> All right. All right. So I'm going to turn it over to you, darling. Hold on. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This has been such a blessing. Ooh, got my hair going all crazy. It's been a blessing. <laughs> it has been a blessing. I'm excited about tomorrow night. Ooh. Ooh. I know, but I know God about to show out for the remainder of the weekend. It's just been a blessing. We we thank God for all of you who are on and have listened. We thank God for those who will even in the future, because we know there is no time, space, distance in God. You know, it's a fresh rain of word whenever it's heard. So we think that we praise God for all the souls that will be touched by that message. I, I talk to Bishop often about the testimony about his feet, because I, I know when we were ministering at the nursing home before the pandemic, that that would always grab the very first time he taught it. I saw the reaction mm -hmm. on the residents' faces, and I knew that's something that needs to be taught on a regular basis because yes. it's one thing to say uh, what you've heard, but when you've lived it and you know it, it's a whole different ball game, and it gives uh, mm -hmm. hope to those. It, it gives that flicker of light to others. So it's just a blessing to be able to be on here. We we thank you, Overseer Erica, for allowing us the opportunity. Yeah. Again, we thank the mm -hmm. man of God who has hosted this evening. We are, again, um, international ministry. We are on the Wilkins Radio Network. Our broadcasts are on, um, we have two on Friday, two on Saturday, mm -hmm. and one on Monday. You can actually go on to the website secondchancechristiancenter.org mm -hmm. and we, you can hear the broadcast you can you can uh if you're not able to see when it is on the um radio because I, I posted on facebook and i also posted on it's also the times are listed on the website but i also mm -hmm. every sunday or monday will put the actual message that we've taught 
mm-hmm. onto the website so that people continue to hear it because you can hear it throughout the week. So mm-hmm. whatever we can do, I, I think and I praise God for talking to the woman of God yesterday mm-hmm. and giving me information about other platforms. One of the men of God we listen to, we he talks about being available on every available voice because we coming down to the finish line, y'all. We ain't got time to be playing. We ain't got time to be footy putting around. What you say now? They want mm-hmm. reality. They want the real, unadulterated, unwatered down truth. They may not like it when we first give it to it, but we speak it and let the Holy Spirit do the work. That's right. We can't do it in and of ourselves anyway, even as far as healing. Mm-hmm. Any of those things, it's the power of God that does it, but we are his mouthpiece here on the earth. There are all the people that say, well, why hasn't God done anything? He has. He gave his Holy Spirit to us. He it's gave right. us authority of this earth. Right, and when Adam gave it away, he made a way through the death, burial, resurrection of his son to reconcile us back to him. Come on. And as we're in this day and age where there's so many things going on in the world, but we don't have to be concerned about what's going on in the world because we are not of that system. We are of the kingdom of heaven system. And if we remember that, yes, we are affected by things of the world, but we don't have to be affected the same way that those who don't know Jesus are. And then there are so many who are hungry and crying out mm-hmm. to know, hungry. This is a lifestyle, y'all. It ain't a shirt. You can't take it off and put it on whenever it suits your fancy. That's right. It's a lifestyle. Yes, ma'am. You have to walk it. And it's not always the easiest thing to do, but it's not easy because we make it not easy. Mm -hmm. We walk and we stand and we spend our time with God. Think, Think of you and the worst thing that you've ever done. And the Lord God Almighty still wants an audience with you. He wants you to be a part of him. He created us because he wanted a family. And he chose us to be part of that family. I, I was telling someone on Friday, the song, I, I've been saved 30, going on 38 years. It'll be 38 years in June. And I now understand that when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul, my soul, Soul, my sanctified soul cries out, Hallelujah! Come because on. I could have been anywhere at any time doing anything mm-hmm. at this point, but He chose to save me, and now we have to take it upon ourselves with the help of the Holy Spirit to get out there. People ain't coming to the buildings all the time anymore. We have a revival saving each other. And that's not saying we don't need to become because the word says to not forsake the assembly. So those who are hung up on the, uh, what is it, they organized religion? Uh, if it ain't organized, chaotic. What do you want, chaos? I don't understand that. So what we have to do is we come together to sharpen iron because iron sharpeneth iron. And then we take what we know and we go out and we win the souls of the lost. We love on them. We hug on them. We let the direction of the Holy Spirit direct us. And that's what we do in our broadcast. We send it through. I mean, it's a blessing. We, in talking about sewing, I'm going to wrap this up real quick here. But in sewing, we've been taught, as Bishop said, if you 
want to have a particular thing go a particular way, sow into something like that. And we sowed into mm-hmm. a ministry that we knew was international. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I just started noticing the different analytics. I don't, I don't know if our, our website just started doing it at that point or what it was, but I just started noticing all these dots all over the map on the site showing these different places. Like, wait a minute. So I started expanding it out and seeing, and it you so into. What I'm a living witness. I tell you, I've given away so many coats. I don't know what to do with it. I got a closet full of so many coats. What you sow, you receive. You gotta sow love. I mean, finance is a blessing. We need the fi- we need finance to keep the ministries running because you know even we see into we we have our organization that we seed into our man of god that we seed into but we see right. into other ministries as well because we all work together as overseer said mm. the places that we can't go at this point in time our voices are going internationally but we are not of the means right now to do that but we sow into ministries that we know do do that and that's what we have to be about it's not about me it's not about you it's about god that's so right. if you guys get the opportunity we would love to hear have you listen to us give feedback like i said you can find out all the times and all the stations on mm-hmm. the second chance christian center.org website mm-hmm. it's on pretty much every page i think <laughs> And it's just been a blessing. We look forward to hearing the man of God on tomorrow night. It's been an honor being in the midst of you guys. Be blessed. Be blessed. We speak blessings of abundance over you. We speak that this word that you got tonight will be deep in your belly. And God will continue to draw from it. You know, the man of God, our our spiritual father, Apostle Keith J. Brooks, before he passed, he would always say, the word is like a cow chewing cut. It chews, 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 swallows, regurgitates, chews some more. That's how the word is. It's not just a one and done. You got to constantly stay in it. Every time you stay in it, the Holy Spirit gives you new revelation knowledge. It's not that you're hearing the same thing over and over again. It's new mm-hmm. revelation knowledge. And that's of importance. We love you guys. We thank you. Have Hope you have a blessed, blessed, even a blessed, blessed week, a blessed, blessed remainder of this year. Don't look at what's going on around us. Keep your eyes on God. Stand on Jesus. You got anything you want to say? I think I said or no. <laughs> yes, somebody's stomach was just healed. Amen. Someone's stomach was just healed. Uh, if you're on the line, uh tell somebody uh let somebody know that you yes. got that uh if yes. this is later on in the future please send uh, a text an email a comment mm-hmm. but uh it, it stayed i thought it was just a passing moment but somebody's stomach just got healed mm-hmm. i don't know what was going on but thank you just you got this healing in your stomach thank you that's all my god hallelujah my god Amen. Amen. I am so elated. Amen. My family was here tonight. Amen. Yes. To bring the to bring the thunder on tonight. I am so excited. 
Amen. I don't know about anybody, but I'm a thug for Jesus. I don't know about anybody else, but <laughs> that's the way, you know, like we give it mm. to him raw every week. Amen. But we give mm. God the glory. Amen. For yes. us to, to be able to gather together. Amen. The fellowship. Amen. People can call in. People can put. Thank you, God. So we can throw the music up. I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, um, I just thank God for what he's doing. I, um, and I definitely thank God for, amen, our apostle, our chief apostle. Um, yes. Yeah. In. yes. Um, let me tell you, I wouldn't have it no other way. <laughs> mm. I would not have it no other way. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. apostles truly have been an empowerment, mm. amen, to mm -hmm. me. Amen. For the past, what, seven or eight years, um, seven, eight years, and God has truly have done what he needed to do in the oh season God. for us. I am just so glad to be back home. Amen. I'm so glad to be back home with Corey. Amen. He's such a, and, and it empowered me to be a stronger leader, uh, a firm leader. Amen. Especially concerning my pastors that I cover. Amen. Pastor Goffin is one of them. Amen. And, I, and I'm just excited and elated about what God is doing. Amen. With the ministries that he. And as I amen, get instruction from my leader. Amen. He gives me instruction. Amen. I take it and run with it. And you take the vision and run with it. When the kingdom, when the kingdom of God expanded, when he, you know, expand, we expand. When we are expanding, guess what? He expand as well. And so we are excited about what God is doing. Amen. We're going to keep, definitely keep apostle, amen, chief apostle Amos Horton in prayer. Keep my dad, keep our spiritual father, our covering. We got spiritual grandchildren on here for apostle Horton on tonight. We got, uh, we, the, we, the, we the first siblings. Amen. The Jordans and we the first siblings. <laughs> we got the grandsons and the granddaughters. Amen on the line. Amen. And we are just excited. Amen. And uh, Apostle Abrams, you still there, dear? Let me see if he's there. Yes, I'm still here. Do you want to say something before we close out? Uh, I just uh, really enjoyed the word. Yeah. Um, you know, like, like Bishop was saying in um, uh, uh, his wife was saying, we're, we're in a time now where the word of God is being, is being watered down to the, to the fact that people want to see the demonstration of God's power. And so, you know, they're tired of all this foolishness that's been going on in the in the church uh, you know and, 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 and as well as in the body of Christ you know uh and I, I just I just thank thank the uh my brother for bringing the word raw and uncut because that's, that's, that's what we do you know we're, 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 a, we're a teaching a training a deliverance in a discipleship ministry. Our Come on. Come on. Yes. You know, yes. I, yes. I've, been, I've been teaching I've been teaching spiritual warfare for the almost mm. three decades. Uh we have the only uh spiritual warfare yeah. academy in the world 
that actually you can get a you can get accredited degrees and certifications and it's when i mm. tell you mm. when i tell you let me tell you something if you can't fight in the spiritual realm you've already lost the battle bro and so wow. uh, come on the truth, that's right the truth the truth of the word of god re, re, rest in the word because the word is spirit and it's what life life hallelujah and so we just thank you on tonight my brother and you know we have to we have to and i'm, I'm not even gonna get into my message we have to uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we have to we have to stand on the word of god because i'm telling you that's the only thing in this hour and in this season that's going to break the chains of, 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 of it's gonna break, it's not gonna just break the chains of ignorance, mm -hmm. but it's gonna mm -hmm. break the chains of religion. Come on, come on. Yeah. Let me say that again. It's gonna break the chains of religion because, because our people, I'm talking about black folks, our people have been under a generational curse of religion. And 99.9% .9 of folks is going to die in religion and not die in Christ. And that's a shame. And so Amen. Amen. we just, we, we just, we just thank you. Once again, I just gotta, I just gotta thank you for that word, brother. I was, you know, I told my sister, cause I had to, I had to, uh, uh, you know, teach tonight. And I said, as soon as I finish teaching, I'm gonna jump on this line because let me, I'm gonna say this because I'm just I, I, this is just me. I'm not supporting nobody who ain't supporting me. Okay. Come on. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna hang up now because because, <laughs> because because I've learned. No, I've learned. No, no, I'm not wasting my time and my energy with folks who always want me to support them, but they never support me. They don't post mm -hmm. none of our stuff. They don't attend none of our stuff. They always have an excuse why they don't come and all this. I said, okay, no problem. But guess what? You ain't, you can't count on me no more. I don't care. Amen. Because all money mm -hmm. ain't good money. How about that one? Hey, come on, say that. Amen. Okay, so yeah, so we are we're in that season now where the people of God want to see the demonstration. Yes of God's power. They tired of seeing uh, folks jump up on the pews, roll around mm -hmm. the floor, run up, run, look here, uh, uh, spin around three times and touch your, touch your toes and do the hokey pokey and return and stuff. They no, they don't want to see that stuff. They want to mm -hmm. see the demonstration of God's power. Come on. They tired, they tired of the, uh, I ain't going to mention somebody's name, but it's okay. They just tired. They just tired of seeing they just tired of seeing shows. They just tired mm -hmm. of seeing theatrics. They're just tired of seeing, you know, that 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 uh the 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 Abbott and Costello show every week. You know what I'm yes. saying? Yeah. And, and coming in and giving you giving folks all their money and, mm -hmm. and not getting nothing and not getting nothing in return. No. And I'm, what I mean by not getting nothing in return, I'm not saying as far as tithing. I'm just saying. You coming in and, and you doing what you're doing, but you you tithing into bad ground. Right. Oh, you want you better say that. Ain't no seed, ain't no, ain't no seeds growing in that ground. 
You know what I'm saying? But you just tie them because you under that generational curse. Because your mama and then went there, Junebug and then went there, Skeeter and then went there, you know, the whole thing, you know, this my you know, you can see my mom and them name on the pews and all. So what? Folks is dying on the vine. Folks is dying on the vine. Come on. But brother, Amen. once again, I'm just gonna say this and I'm gone. You you just keep doing what, what the Lord said you do. And listen, uh, uh some some new some new uh, some new business opportunities is about to open up. This is outside of ministry. Some new business opportunities are about to open up for you. And uh, when I say when I say that, I ain't talking about uh, uh, four or five figures. I'm talking about seven figures. Yeah, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when they ask you what happened, bro, you say God did it. Yeah. Yeah. And Amen. that's all I got to say. And I just Amen. thank you for that word on we today, brother. That. You just keep on knocking them out in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, man. Yes, yes. Amen. So we're going to turn it back over to Pastor Goffin as he closes us out on tonight. Amen. God bless you. Amen. That's really been good to us. And he's a continuum good God. I'm just grateful to be a part of ministry. I'm so grateful to be on the podcast. I'm so grateful for Apostle Erica for which how she opened the door for me to be on the podcast. I'm just grateful for people who just open up and show me where I'm supposed to be going. Did she got me here? Just so grateful. I know there are bigger and better things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Lord, be gracious. Thank you, we thank you for the word, how it came forth with virtue and power and deliverance. We thank you, Lamb for the bishop on tonight. We thank you, Lamb Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you. We thank you for the podcast on tonight. We thank you for Apostle Erica. We thank you for all that are on the air tonight. We love you, Lord. We thank you. Hallelujah. Continue to use these people and take them to a higher height and a deeper depth than you, God. Give them their heart desires. Open up the windows of heaven and pull them out a blessing that they would have enough room to receive. Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, y'all, good night, y'all. God bless. Good night. Good night, everybody. And thank you for tuning in to Eat Our Good night, God, yeah. good night everybody. Good night. Good night. Bless you. Bless you.